framework really helps people feel confident in what it is that they are putting out into the world and knowing that they are going to be attracting more of the kinds of people that they're hoping to serve. Welcome to You Are Buzzworthy. You haven't heard me talk about too many books over the last year I've had this show. And the reason is that I read a lot of books about business, self-improvement, and marketing. And I'm constantly learning, but I don't always learn something from every book I read. Therefore, I don't recommend a lot of books for you or anyone in my sphere of influence. But every once in a while, I run across one that has a really compelling framework that I can get behind, and today's guest and I are going to be discussing it in detail. The book is called Story Brand by Donald Miller, and my guest is April Sunshine Hawkins, who is a Story Brand teacher, public speaker, and Marketing Made Simple podcast co-host. The interview was recorded in Costa Rica, where we met at the 2023 Commitment Summit and dove into how story brand and the rule of 26 work together to produce unreal results for marketers. Let's join the conversation. Welcome to You Are Buzzworthy podcast. I have April here, Hoggins, from Story Brand. Uh, if you don't know what Story Brand is, you are in for a huge treat because I'm a big proponent of Story Brand. Um, I've actually have met Donald Miller, who is the proprietor of Story Brand. Um, but he has kind of stepped away a little bit and now has these ambassador. I mean, t t tell us a little bit about you and your role at StoryBrand real quick, and then we can talk, uh, then we'll dive into what actually that means to our listeners. Awesome. Well, I am a StoryBrand teacher, mm -hmm. workshop facilitator, trainer, and I am on our Marketing Made Simple podcast nice. with Dr. J.J. Peterson, and he is the head of StoryBrand right now. And awesome. so I get to come alongside amazing business owners like you all, <laughs> like you, and help them uncover and discover the power of story. Awesome. So that podcast that she just mentioned is an awesome podcast. I've actually listened to it and I love it. Nice. Um, I'm a, I'm a practicer of story brand. So let's go ahead and back this up again. Yeah. I feel like we're like Quentin Tarantino here and we started at the end and now we're working our way back, Perfect. which is beautiful. So, all right. What is story brand? Okay. Story like, brand is a framework. Okay. It is a framework that helps people clarify their message so that their customers will really engage. Right. And we've got to have this framework because we all are marketing all the time, right? We're on social media. We have websites. We are writing emails. We're communicating with people about what we do at all times. And a lot of the times we don't know exactly what we should be saying, right? Exactly. And so we need a we need a framework that will help us whenever we're seeing that blinking cursor and we, mm. we're like feeling that pressure. Oh no, I'm about to drop some money on these ads or mm. I'm about to invest in a website company, you mm. know, or or social media strategy mm. or whatever it is. And I'm I'm nervous that I'm going to waste a bunch of money on marketing and messaging that just doesn't work and so exactly. having this story brand framework really helps people feel confident in what it is that they are putting out into the world and knowing that they are going to be attracting more of the kinds of people that they're hoping to serve exactly and um, I, I've used story brand um, in my framework 
Um, so I have the rule of 26, which are the three steps to doubling website revenue. Nice. And one of those is the average revenue per client. Okay. And we have this understanding of, or I, I create an understanding of like, not every client's the best client. And so one of the ways that we then impact another metric, which is conversion rate, is by talking to your most profitable clients. How do you do that? Understanding who you actually are profitably, and, and, and when I say profitably, not just money, but fulfillment. Like what fulfills your mission, what fulfills your passion, all those things, right? And so when we identify that avatar, if, if you will, right? And we go, okay, now who is this person? What is their pain? And when we talk about that, then we go back to the conversion rate and we say, okay, we, now we know who we were tra- trying to talk to. We know what their pain is, right? Now let's go back and take all the I, we, and us out of our websites yeah. and start putting the you and your. Oh, I love that you are making that switch because that's one of the easiest things that people can do when they're looking at their website is look for all of the times that we say we mm-hmm. and just flip that <laughs> sentence and see how you can make it relevant to the person who's reading it and make it about you. Exactly. And so we've so when I stumbled across StoryBrand, um, that that's where it was like, oh, this is a framework for people to, that don't understand what that actually means. So it gives them that uh, client value journey technically is what it is. You right? got it's it. A, it's a way to tell the, the, the story of your service through the lens of your client. That's exactly right. Our story brand seven part framework starts exactly like what you said. Okay, let's define who our character is Mm -hmm. and what it is that they really want. What are they after? Of course, it's the thing that you actually provide. Exactly. And then what is the problem? What's the problem that's getting in their way? What's the thing that is taking up all of the brain space and (laughs) making them feel feelings and is really just plain wrong? Mm -hmm. You know, they really deserve better. Right. So we get into that pain point. And at that point in the story, they're going to need a guide, someone strong to come alongside them and provide empathy towards what they're going through Mm -hmm. and then step into some authority. You do have to talk about yourself a little bit Mm -hmm. because in order to be a strong guide, oh, well, you have to be legit in your space in some way. So that's the guide piece. And then a great guide, what do they do? They provide a really clear plan, a really, it it makes total sense what it is that uh, you're going to encounter or experience when working with you and your brand. Mm -hmm. Then you've got to call them to action Mm -hmm. and you have to be really clear about this call to action. No (laughs) him and hawing around it, especially if you're somebody who is like, oh no, I hate sales. I hate asking for the sale. It's like, we've got to be super duper clear with Mm -hmm. this call to action. Yes. And then the final two pieces are failure and success. We're going Mm -hmm. to paint what the road will look like if they don't do business with you and their Mm -hmm. problem just continues. Right. It's really the road that they're already on and it's just going to continue. So we paint what that's going to look like if if they just let this fester. Exactly. And then we paint the opposite. Mm -hmm. What does success look like Mm -hmm. if their problem is overcome? And with all seven of those elements, you can determine, okay, well, I'm writing a Facebook ad. I I'm going to combine two of 
two of these story elements. Mm. You don't have to do all seven at the same time, but as long as you are utilizing elements from that story that you've clearly communicated, Mm. then that is what is going to draw people into your story. And like you were saying before, attract more of the kind of person you want to be doing business with and weed out people who aren't really interested and and aren't are like well maybe they're for me maybe i'll reach out and now we're wasting each other's time because exactly you know if we're if we if we take out the confusion so there's so much confusion on websites of like who should be it's very easy for us to say what we are that's right right but who are you and have you identified who you want to be talking to? So when you're talking from their perspective, the confusion goes away when it clicks to them because confusion pushes people away, which is a filter, which I tell people, some of your most profitable uh, conversations are the ones you don't have. Mm. Unqualified so prospects true. suck so much time. Weed them out. Yes. And so if you're talking directly to, and they're like, well, what about the ones that are actually just don't, they don't get it. And from the message, I'm like, they don't get it enough for them to be a profitable client for you because you're going to spend more time trying to convince them that they are in the right place. You got it. Right? And that still is a time suck, and they're going to do that all the way through. We call them the PETAs, which is an acronym. Uh, tell me what PETA stands for. Pain in the arse. <laughs> I love that so much. And I empathize so much with this because... I've been there. I've been in that, especially in sales, whenever mm-hmm. I was in sales at StoryBrand. Mm-hmm. I would just be like doughy-eyed, like, like <laughs> Bambi, just like, oh, no, I could sell to anyone. I can convince anybody that they need our product or service. And now, I mean, I did convince a lot of people. <laughs> but... Um, I would have, I would have, uh, there would have been so much value in knowing this lesson. Mm. Like, no, I need to just weed people out who are not really qualified to do business with me Mm -hmm. or who just don't really understand what's going on. And I'm going to have to do so much education in order for them to feel really good about moving forward. Exactly. I mean, it's so, it's interesting because people like us, we like to serve and we like to help. Right? And we want to help everybody. And I've been in business now for 17 years. And the one thing that I have come to realize is that the amount of help I can give people who are ready to be helped is much more impactful than me trying to convince other people that they need help. Right? And so only 5% of our target market is ever in the market. And when we say market, we're not just talking about the ability to buy, the bandwidth to do. It's that they're in the right mindset to accept that help, right? And I think that the, the people who deal with like um, alcohol addiction and stuff like that, those people are saints because they literally have to drag through people into that 5% window. But as business to business, we don't. That's right. <laughs> we don't have to do we that. We don't have to do We have no, there is absolutely no requirement for us to convince people that the, the help that they actually do need. We have to then just keep giving and attracting until they get into the window. And then when they're getting to the window, they'll self-identify. Absolutely. And then boom, there it is. So if, we're, if we flip that around to how we run our marketing and we, and we say, okay, what does that person look like when they're ready for us? And put these seven steps in for our messaging. Well, then the rule of 26 actually 
falls right into place, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because then we can take that value journey because you were talking about their problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, what does that problem? Well, how do they identify the problem? Where do people with that problem hang out? What associations are they part of? Are they, you know, depending on what service that you provide, right? And so you can just re, uh, uh, reverse engineer this whole process just by starting with the who. That's right. And then developing the message through something like StoryBrand. You got it. And we want to really think about, let's have a whole line of people who are our ideal customers. Mm. Let's just think about who they are. And then now let's think about that we are in a race with all of the other businesses in our industry Mm. to get to those clients and help those clients understand the fastest what it is we do. And when we use the story brand framework to clarify the message, then we're able to just get rid of superfluous information that people Mm -hmm. don't need or big words like superfluous (laughs) that make people go, Oh, what does that word mean? What did they, (laughs) what did they mean here? I'm not quite sure Mm. if we can get, if we can get really, really clear, say things in conversational language so that people go, Oh yeah, that is exactly what my problem is. Mm-hmm. And we just land them in the story that they find themselves in. If that's exactly. what is communicated on the website, then everybody goes, ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. That's me. Uh, uh, I am going to turn towards this person and go, yeah, let me figure out uh, what what I need to do in, in order to get in touch with them because they seem like a really great guide. Exactly. And, you know, we talked about that forecasting at the end, right? And if you can't paint the picture that they can relate to, they can't paint that picture you're trying to forecast. That's right. Right? That's right. And so when we talk about like, hey, I provide this. Well, if you don't see yourself needing that, you're not going to buy it. Right. Which is okay. But if you fail to do that for the right person, that's where you have to go back to the drawing board and start back and say, do I really understand the hero? Yes. In that forecasting, I like to tell people... Think like a cinematographer would, right? Let, mm. Let's put on a, a a hat where you're going to be making a movie of this person's life. This incredible client who needs what you have to provide because mm-hmm. they're experiencing a lot of pain in their mm. life. And they want to get rid of that pain and they want to, of course, do business with you and get whatever uh, incredible value that you have to provide. And so as that cinematographer, if you're making a like montage of their life, like, um, you remember that movie? Oh, it's the Christmas movie with Scrooge and... Uh, the Christmas Carol. Yeah, yeah, Christmas Carol. Yes. And so, uh, so we've got Scrooge and the ghosts of Christmas past, mm. the ghosts of Christmas present, and the ghosts of Christmas future mm. come to see him. Mm-hmm. And so we want to be like the ghost of Christmas future. We want yes. to paint what their life will look like for them if they don't do business with you and their problem continues mm-hmm. that failure piece. And then mm-hmm. we want to paint what is the scenario? What, what is the promised land? What will they, what will they get to live like? And, and once you drop people in, in those visual ways, mm-hmm. they, they get it right? right. Like Scrooge did not get it until he saw his future. Mm-hmm. And he was like, 
oh, no, 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 I do not want to go down the road where Tiny Tim dies, right? right exactly. <laughs> like, that is too much. <laughs> no, thank you. And we and you don't want to do that on your website either. Right. You don't, you don't want to go that far. There's exactly. a line with yes. failure yes. that you've got to, you know, be careful of. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, paint what life looks like and customers will go, oh, yeah, I see that I do want the promised land mm-hmm. instead of, you know, avoiding this failure. Exactly. I love how you put that together. I'm not actually going to have to borrow the Christmas carol for that reason. But the, um, the one thing that I want people to remember is that we're not trying to paint their whole entire picture. We're trying to paint the one thing, the one hurdle of this one journey, right? And I like to call them quests, right? Because when we think of journey, we think of a whole life, right? But if we think about a quest, so um, you're the Lord of the Rings, right? In the, there's three movies, right? The three movies, plus the hobbits, if you keep going that way, is a journey of mm-hmm. a hobbit's life, right? Yeah. But each of the movies that in their individual pieces are quests. So I see a lot of times where you'll have people or have business owners on their website try to identify multiple problems, right? Instead of just the problem that permeates and creates all of these other problems. Right. So if you can pinpoint from your most successful clients what that one thing was and then use that as the one, the singular, and make that the quest that this journey that you're using the story brand with you're going to be much more successful because by just identifying the one person but then giving them a choose-your-own-adventure to their pain is just as confusing as trying to talk to everyone about one thing. Oh, I'm so glad that you pulled this out because this is the thing. Whenever I go in and do private workshops with people, getting the problem right Mm. is one of the key features of Mm -hmm. the framework because everything hinges really around the problem. Mm -hmm. They'll get what they want if the problem goes away. Mm -hmm. You are the guide in providing empathy to what they are going through. You mm-hmm. are you have authority in getting rid of the problem. Mm-hmm. The plan that you've put together helps get rid of the problem. The mm-hmm. call to action, if they take it, they'll mm-hmm. finally be able to get to rid of the problem. Mm-hmm. And then if their problem continues, that's Done. failure. And then if their problem mm-hmm. is overcome, <sighs> you Success. know. So that problem piece is mm-hmm. real. We spend so much time teasing that out and really making sure that we've got it right. right. And when we don't know, you know what we do? Test. Test. We a- and we ask. Yes. We ask. Keep Tell asking. me in your own words. Mm-hmm. Like, help us drop into what you were experiencing before you did business with us. Exactly. And that way, you have words from actual clients and customers, and you're not guessing, and you're not just throwing marketing spaghetti against the wall. I love it. I love it because that's what I always tell my people is like, you current clients are your best marketing research sources. Yes. Like, do not worry about focus groups and all those other things. A phone call. Not a text message, not an email, not a survey, a phone call to your best clients, your most profitable clients. The clients that you smile when you see their their caller ID, when you can't wait to click on open the email when you see them, those are the people we want to hear. That's the marketing research gold. We take everything from that. Find the singular. And that doesn't mean that you can't talk about multiple problems. It's just that you need to find where that problem exists in their client value journey. So I think that all of this has been awesome. I think that if people read the Rule of 26 and Story Brand together, I mean, they'd have a slam dunk. So everybody, Killer combo. <laughs> yes, that yeah. would be awesome. So 
Um, everybody knows the rule of 26.com. Where can they get more information about StoryBrand? Oh, StoryBrand.com. So simple and easy, of course. <laughs> of course. And then follow us on the Marketing Made Simple podcast. If yes. you're a podcast listener like you're listening right now, then just hop over and search for Marketing Made Simple and give us a follow and you can hang out with us and clarify your message every week. Awesome. And we will also be dropping the links for both of those in the show notes. Thank you so much, April. Awesome, Buzz. Thank you for having me. You heard April. It's time to stop guessing and start getting clear about who your predictable, profitable prospects are by interviewing the most profitable and enjoyable clients. Get your copy of StoryBrand by Donald Miller at storybrand.com. And if you haven't already grabbed your free copy of The Rule of 26, visit ruleof26.com today. And if you enjoyed today's conversation, please leave us a review. And don't miss another episode by subscribing to the show now. And until next time, stay buzzworthy.